with the top three sports business stories of the week. Here's the Sport Market Podium, funded by Alpine Credits. Own your home and need a loan? Homeowners get approved. Apply now at alpinecredits.ca. For stories, go to thesportmarket.biz. There's a series of NFL storylines that we'll talk about this hour on the sport market, but one of them is our bronze medal story. It's our number three sport business story of the week. The Detroit Lions, who obviously are having a very impressive season, put a little bit of dampness on the holiday cheer by informing season ticket holders that they will be increasing prices significantly for the 2024-2025 NFL campaign at Ford Field, obviously home of the Detroit Lions. Jeff Lesson of CBS Detroit talks about the perspectives of both sides. Well, Shana, I can see both sides of it. You know, on one side... It's a PR disaster for the Detroit Lions. Think about it. The week before Christmas, some season ticket holders are seeing a 150% increase in their ticket prices for next year. Of course, the other side of it is, hey, you get what you pay for, supply demand. Lions all of a sudden were oversubscribed for season tickets, and they went out to substantiate a price increase. But, Shana, before this year, actually, 2023, the line season tickets, the tickets as a whole, were priced 31st out of 32nd in the league. So that's how expensive they were. In other words, almost the least expensive. Of course, you can argue, as terrible as this team has been for so many decades, they deserve to be there. And they were priced accordingly. But now, Shana, that they are, you know, better than an average team, they're still only going to be 18th in the league in expensive tickets next year, which is still below average because, you know, there's 32 teams. And so you can say, you can see where the lines are going with this. It's fair, right? That's Jeff Lesson of CBS Detroit talking about our bronze medal story on the podium funded by Alpine Credits. And that is the Lions picking this week to make it official that they will be raising ticket prices across the board from as low as 33%, which is a significant hike year over year, to 85%, some premium, premium seats uh, going for 150% what they were in 2023. Now, to me, Timing is is absolutely wrong on this. But on the other hand, they're at least raising their prices on the strength of sellouts. You never should raise your ticket prices, especially for season tickets, if you're not selling out every game. And the Lions do that to the tune of 65,081 seats. Uh, They basically do 100.9% capacity at Ford Field. I think, though, it's too much too quickly. And even though they'll be in the middle pack of uh, prices among NFL teams, it reminds me of what the Detroit Red Wings, one of the most popular heritage brands in the National Hockey 396 game win, uh, sellout streak at Joe Louis Arena at the time. And they, just before the playoffs, jacked up the playoff tickets, it wound up uh, featuring empty seats during the playoffs, which had been unheard of in Detroit, and then their sellout streak ended. It didn't carry over into the next season. They did it too much in one fell swoop, and these aren't the kind of macroeconomic times I'd be being that aggressive. I get 
10, 15%, maybe even 20%, but 33 to 150% with, with a lot of premium packages, 85% increase, that is risky territory. In the silver medal position, our number two sport business story of the week, holiday cheer. It is a big football weekend. Of course, it's a big basketball weekend, the uh, uh, conventional Christmas day in the NBA. But the NFL is moving in with authority. Here's Nate Burleson on the holiday schedule. And we're just we're not afraid of the holidays anymore. At first, it was like, listen, football was like, hey, yo, man up top. We're going to need Sunday, all right? You get a little, I get a little, and we can work it out like that. Now, now football is just bullying their way up into holidays. Like, yeah. hey, yo, Santa, I'm going to need you to chill. <laughs> Make your runs the night before, but don't step on my toes the day of. Hey, hey I, get I your work done, like- son. Get your work done, Santa. <laughs> Nate Burleson uh, uh, talking about the holiday schedule. Now, you know, the NBA probably was uncomfortable with the NFL moving in the way it has on Christmas Day because that was, in a lot of ways, the official start of the NBA season. The NBA has pivoted itself and and not relied completely on the Christmas uh, kickoff to the real NBA season because they did the in-tournament, the in-season tournament. But I do think that... You can't blame the NFL because here's the product that they have, a record of standalone games. You've got seven standalone games. This Thanksgiving weekend, you had six. This is now a record of standalone games on any one weekend. Saints-Rams kicked it off on Amazon Prime on Thursday. You've got two games uh, today on Saturday, um, a, a a standalone Sunday night football game between the Pats and the Broncos, and then you've got that Christmas Day triple header in the NFL, Raiders Chiefs on CBS, New York Giants Eagles on Fox, and Ravens 49ers on ABC and ESPN. Not only do you have games in terms of volume, you have games in terms of quality. We'll get into more of that later this hour here on The Sport Market. But our number one sport business story of the week the gold medal story on the podium funded by Alpine Credits. It's the Dodgers going to the bank again. But the big winner of the offseason is usually a team that had a disappointing year before, not one that had 100-plus wins. And yeah, there was a disappointment in the postseason. But this team was already built to go back and contend again. And now they've added three mega stars uh, in Glasnow and Otani and Yamamoto. So, uh, you know, I think the Dodgers have certainly let it be known that they have no plans of uh, a first-round exit this year. They have, this is World Series or bust. Uh, and you really have to look at the Otani contract and the way that it was uh, set up with all the deferred money. Uh, he did that so they can go out and sign other players. Well, they certainly did that. They went out and spent uh, more money on a pure pitcher than anybody's ever spent before. That's Mark Feinstein talking about Los Angeles Dodgers in the gold position on the sport market podium funded by Alpine Credits. Check this out, and we'll get into this later this hour. Shohei Otani, Yoshinobu Yamamoto, and Tyler Glasnow. In two years, that'll be three terrific starting pitches if they hold form. 
But here's the sport business number that's a shocking one. The Dodgers have spent more in long-term free agency this offseason, about $1.05 to $1.1 billion U.S., than the $873 million that was spent by each of the other 29 Major League Baseball teams. So literally, the Dodgers, one franchise in Major League Baseball, spending more on free agents this offseason than all of the other teams combined. 